This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Download Upside and start getting cash back wherever you roll. It's like having your own hype man. Get an average of 17% cash back at restaurants. Oh, it's dinner time. Average of 13% on groceries. Get those groceries. 10 cents per gallon average cash back on gas. It's go time. Plus, cash back at participating convenience stores too. Stacks on stacks. Users can earn hundreds of dollars a year, three times more than other apps. Upside, show me that money. All right, we get it. Get it. It's easy. Just sign up for the free Upside app and start getting cash back for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car? while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes out to iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. From behind home plate, your Orioles talk. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, Josh once again drones on about a topic he's droned on about countless times before, but obviously the Orioles aren't listening. Also, we will give you updates on all the injury news regarding the O's, and we will tell you three things to be excited about in Birdland and three things to be not so excited about. How's that for being vague? All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Section336.com Buckle up, birds. Be ready to ride. Your host, Matt Joshua Bird, are ready to fly. Baltimore's best, Section 336. The number one sports broadcast gets your fix. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck, our favorite Orioles. What's the latest lineup? Home runs and stolen bases. This is a trip. Stay tuned in at 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your dearly stuttering host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zane Barrode. What up, 336ers? Welcome to Facebook Live video. We're debuting that tonight, apparently. And we're also joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka. That's all so that people can then like us. We've always wanted people to like you. I like getting liked in now, person. They can now go on the video and like us and go on 336 and like us. Yeah, I just like the catch that Manny Machado just made. And we're also joined by the world's worst intern, 
Hey guys, we have five viewers. Nice. All right. Do you, you a new record. <laughs> I gave that long intro to give now him a, to seven. A, a chance to, to to run for the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. perfect. I'm yeah. Yeah. noticed you did that because last time I did a little uh, hijacked him. But right. we but we are we are the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. And what that means is not only are we the best Baltimore sports talk, and we are. And if you don't believe me, just listen to any other podcast, and you realize, oh, Section Three Six is the best. We're just better than them for a variety of reasons. But we're also the next generation. Because we're cutting edge. We're cutting edge. People, when people weren't doing, doing YouTube, we went to YouTube. Now everybody wants to do it. And then when Facebook opened up, we said, let's jump on the Facebook train before anybody else does. Mm-hmm. Just wait a month, and I'm sure everybody will be on Facebook. We're just, every time, we're just leading the way. Next generation. We'll find out what the next big thing is in a few months. Right, Maybe what, when you get back from Africa, we'll have some new thing. Yeah, what, what, do they, what do they use for social media in Africa? Because I need to make sure that we are streaming on on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know tw- Twitter's big over there, but I'm sure they got Periscope. Sure. Africa. Yeah, that's this how it is in Africa. Everybody just goes around dancing and singing the song. Well, I, I that, think that's how it is. I think that's what we should also be uh, celebrating: the fact that Ubaldo Jimenez got out of that first inning. That was the second inning. Or second the inning. first Sorry. inning was pretty ridiculous. First inning was too. good, but that second inning, that amazing play by Manny Machado, and then some good pitching to get out of that when the pressure was on. Next week will be a Buffalo Wild Wings and Arundel Mills. That's next week, Tuesday. Hey, I like Arundel Mills. June 14th, we'll be at Arundel Mills uh, to watch the O's take on the Boston Red Sox at Fenway. We will be giving away a bunch of good stuff, so we would love if you want to come out and join us at Arundel Mills. We'll be doing a live show starting at six o'clock. Is that the plan? Six o'clock? I was going to ask. No, we never start at six. Well, the a game's live at show seven. Starting at six fifteen. When are we starting? Because the game's at thirty. A live show starting at six thirty. Six thirty. So yeah. we're we'll doing like game a half start. hour live show. We get to a half hour pre. We we've done this a hundred times. Yeah, but last time it was a it was a central time. Last zone. time we did an hour and a half show. What Remember, are you talking about? We Jim's spent talking. a good half hour just talking about time zones. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, so uh, pre-show start. Uh, we do a show at six thirty, a pre-game show. Okay. The Oriole game starts at seven. Oh, we five. Will, we will talk between commercial break. We will do some trivia. We will do giveaways of sauces. Um, probably a T-shirt or two. Sure. Oriole tickets at eight thirty, a four-pack. Sweet. And the first person to tweet at us uh, will. Or should we do Facebook? Since we're on the Facebook video. I don't care what you do, Josh. Reach Social out, media. Reach out to us. And the Any first way you person want. to reach out to us saying you're coming gets a $25 gift certificate to Buffalo Wild Wings for that evening. But you actually have to show up to get it because you can't just send us an email saying you're coming. Right. And then you don't show up because then you won't get it. No, duh, we're, we're going to cover 25 bucks of your food for that night. That's a, that's a sweet deal. So last time we talked, we were a little bit pessimistic. Things weren't going well for the Orioles. It was a rough week. We had just gotten swept by the Astros. We set record numbers for strikeouts in a series. We had lost the first two to Boston, a four-game series. Mm-hmm. We had uh, uh, the our next two starters. that We had our best chance to win in the first two games. Right. So we were feeling pessimistic. Since that moment, since our, our show last Tuesday, though, the Orioles won the next two games against the Red Sox. Yep. S- split the series. Yep. Then they won two out of three against the Yankees. Right. That's and then always good. Yesterday, Mike Wright pitched a gem, and we beat the Kansas City Royals in the first game. So since we last talked, 
We've only lost one baseball game, boys. I think it's two. When I according to my math, last seven days we went five and two. Right. Well, if you count that this night we, we did the Tuesday. show. All right. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying After. I'm not counting Tuesday. I'm starting Wednesday. Okay. Gotcha. For my math, and we've only lost one game. What's more shocking? We only lost one game, or Mike Wright pitched a gem. Mike Wright pitching a gem isn't all that shocking to me. If Obaldo uh, Jimenez pitches a gem, then I'll be shocked. And and what's our definition of a gem? Make that, it through seven innings? That one time on May seven 7th innings, when no he, he went eight innings no without allowing any runs, that's a gem. Well, he pitched yeah. a gem in his last start for five innings. For, yeah, five For five, innings. yeah. Problem is to pitch a gem, you got to go a little deeper than five. Yeah. yeah so, I wouldn't qualify that as a gem. Yeah, I, I would not either. But I would qualify that Ryan Flaherty home run as almost hitting the warehouse. In he, fact, it he hit it on the bounce. Right. <laughs> We've been telling you guys for years, Ryan Flaherty has some crazy power. There, there's the first time we've seen it in the regular season. We call that we call that batting practice power. I, I didn't. I'm doing a freaking podcast show, so I didn't see the we, see where it landed. Yeah, I hate to only interrupt what it what is essentially a recorded because show. Because no one cares what's happening live in real no time. No one cares. But, but well, if you hit the warehouse on the bounce for this first home run of the season, that's the, kind of a big deal. The bounce went up on the little green covers. The okay. The, the, it's uh, not the roof of the warehouse. He hit the roof of the warehouse? He went over the warehouse. Over the warehouse? It was unbelievable. You should have <laughs> seen uh, it, Matt. Let's just say that's a little sneak peek at my uh, my up in our new segment, 3 okay. Up, 3 Down. A little teaser. We're kings of tease, as everyone knows. And I wasn't even going to talk about his power. Now, this was in the top of the second inning, so there's still a lot more ball game to go. But, but it's been a fun week. Yesterday was a good win. Mike Wright. It was a again, great win. Have you noticed that the Orioles have been scoring runs late in the game? Like yeah. They, like the, the seventh inning, eighth inning? Oh, my gosh. Was, I just saw the replay. That was a far home run. <laughs> it did. It, yeah. it went onto the green, green awning. Uh, awning's the word we couldn't come awning, up with. Awning, that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, on, on, on one bounce. That was really impressive. Yeah. this is. It reminds me of spring training, Ryan Flaherty, over the center field scoreboard. Well, I, I tell you what. We complained last week not so much about the pitching – even though Mike Wright did have a great start, and a couple of pitchers have pitched well, uh, at least for part of the game. <laughs> the long we, ball was good. We, we complained about about the the the, the scoring. Yeah. Yep. And right after we complained about it, the next game on Wednesday we scored thirteen runs. Yeah. And then the next game we scored twelve runs, and then six runs. Yep. And then another six six runs. So the the, the story, and we were even that one game we lost, we almost came back late. Yeah. To yeah. win. Yeah. yeah. So, so we made it exciting. So the story, and we want to go praise Mike Wright when he pitches a good game, which is fine, good. We need we need decent starting pitching, but it's about that offense. We need to outslug people, and we were able to outslug Boston. I mean, those games we gave up nine runs and seven runs to the two, the two games at Boston that we won. So they scored against us. Sure, right. but that's how you gotta have to be Boston all year. This is how it's gonna be. But it's gonna be a slugfest, right? But we do we praise, outslug him. But we do praise Mike Wright because he gave up zero earned runs. Yeah, the the Royals scored one run yesterday because of scope drilling <laughs> drilling the runner uh, with, that with guy the, in the ball. Elbow. Um, and Which 12, would have been a really crappy way to lose a game. And it was the ex- exact opposite in the first two games against Boston because the Red, Scott, Red Sox had like 12 home runs in the first I, two I games. Think we, yeah. they should be the Red Scots. Mookie Betts had like six of those home runs, I yeah. think. Yeah, in two games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was something ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, it was like polar opposites, and the Orioles were not scoring runs. But, you know, bats opened up. And I wonder how much having that knuckleball pitcher on the first game on Monday Yeah. Threw things out of whack. They obviously couldn't hit the guy. Right. And then on Tuesday, they were still weren't hitting anything. And by Wednesday, then the dongs came back. Yeah. <laughs> the dongs came. The back. dongs came knocking, baby. Yeah. Well, the the but the the are the dongs. I'm not sure if the dongs are back for everybody. Can we do some injury updates here? 
Caleb Joseph has reported he, he's um, out he's, for the rest back. of the month. He's out four weeks. Is is that what it is? Four oh four weeks. Well, I know he came back weeks, to the clubhouse. Four weeks until he can catch. I guess he can't. They're worried about uh, he, the squatting he surgery. Maybe. Yeah. So he's got some stitches down there. Oh my gosh! Did you hear? He came back in the clubhouse yesterday, and reporters asked Buck about it, and Buck's comment was, "I don't know what's going on. They're doing some show and tell or something back there." Oh my gosh! Can you so, imagine a crotch injury that puts you down for four weeks? You know, I was, I was. Well, the, I, I was talking I to some people. I was, I had some people. We were, we were talking about the Orioles. These like fringe Oriole fans, you know, not huge, just fringe Oriole fans. Sure. And we were talking about the injury because they saw it too, and they said, "Oh, I just assume." And this was actually I was talking to to uh, it was it was a nurse, um, and he said he just assumed that uh, Caleb Joseph had one of his testicles removed, <laughs> and he thought that that was the deal. Maybe I didn't lose one. And then I still got both. You do? Yeah, they're just big like coconuts. <laughs> because then we had a, a talk about how you can replace them with just a synthetic ball, right? Uh, and so you could still because I guess you get lopsided if you only have one in there and you start to walk with a limp. But if you get like, you, like you, some rubber balls, yes, yeah, so, yeah, so yes. But 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 so, I don't know if that's possible because we don't know really any details. And I, frankly, I don't want to know any details. But I just thought it never occurred to me that maybe he lost one of his uh I, I, I think, li- his 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 little buddies. I, <laughs> I, I think one of that's possible. I think we would have heard about that. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, he. I, I assume the surgery was just to take down like some swelling or or release some blood or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to think about it. What if you lost one though? Would you keep that in like a jar by your by your bedside? I think if he lost it, it ceases to exist because it got smashed by a baseball. No, I think if he lost one, you keep it in a jar and it's your little rally ball. <laughs> <laughs> you, you 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 uh keep it in the dugout. But hopefully he'll be back in. I mean, it's a backup catcher. I always thought the backup catcher position was, yeah, you I, you can live with a good defensive catcher back sure. there. Yeah, and, we, and Pena seems to be an, an adequate defensive catcher. He's been fun to watch as a young guy. Yeah, he yeah he, he's he's not I mean, a he's probably not going to get much more of a playing time than he'll get these four weeks. But yeah, and, and Matt Readers is red hot right now. Like it sucks yeah. to see him out of the lineup. He still needs a day off every two to three days. And right, but see, even like today when he's not in there. He has been so clutch that if this game becomes an uh, issue in the eighth or ninth inning, you can pinch hit Matt Weeders, and he he's going to help you out. He's been getting those big hits. It's true, and we still and I still doubt him. And Twitter was all over the place against Aradis Chapman saying how he can he can't catch up to one of his fastballs, and then comes through with a hit. He's been doing that all year, coming through with the big hit at the end of the game. But for some reason, we continue to doubt Matt Weeders. He just comes through every time. He's been clutch. Tell you what. So other injury updates, Giovanni Gallardo on his way back to Baltimore. Hopefully, yeah. last I heard, he could make a start Sunday. Yeah, he's pitching, he pitched this afternoon with yep. our boy. I would, no, he was in Norfolk this time. Norfolk, Last yes. week, he pitched with Jonah Heim. Today, he pitched in Norfolk, so he should be coming back, yeah, this weekend. Next, yeah. next time around the He'll rotation. be traveling with the team to Toronto, I he, heard. He gave a few yeah. runs. Are you guys of the opinion that uh, AAA stats from a guy like Giovanni Gallardo do not matter? It doesn't matter. He's, he's stretching. Is my okay. thought. Yeah, that's what the same thing we said about Brian Mattis when he gave up 10 runs. He's stretching. Ah, it doesn't matter. That's it's it's Marley and then Brian Mattis came true. up here and sucked. He just yeah. stretching. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the only – yeah. I mean, it would depend. Maybe those numbers mean a little more if Jimenez pitches well tonight and Wright pitched well yesterday and if Tillman and Gaussman – if everyone's pitching well, those Gallardo numbers seem to matter a little more. If people are struggling and saying, hey, let me get a professional up here. Yeah. You kind of look past those numbers. Yeah, well, that's 
if you want to put a positive spin on the Gallardo stuff, what's the one thing the start rotation lacks? I think it's consistency. Right. right? You literally have no idea what's going to happen when Mike Wright pitches. Like you don't, or when Tyler, Tyler Wilson pitches, you don't. With the Boto Menes, you literally have no idea what will happen in each inning. Like he could be amazing. So, and I think the one thing that Giovanni Gardo does, he's not spectacular. He was throwing in his uh, rehab start today in the low 90s, like 90 and 91. He's not spectacular, but he knows how to pitch. And you kind of can count on him to give you your five or six innings, at least from, we haven't seen enough of him, but from his track record, he's going to give you the five or six innings, maybe seven on a rare occasion and give up three runs or something, which fine, again, with this offense, we'll take it. We just want the consistency. Who are you saying that about? Gallardo? Giovanni Gallardo. Okay. okay, And I think, so I think when Giovanni Gallardo comes up, he adds a little bit of... He solidifies that some consistency consistency to the rotation, and some people are concerned. Well, you got to what are you going to send down Mike Wright? Are you going to send down Tyler Wilson? Like this is a problem because they've been pitching well. Sure, but my thought is, hey, it's okay. It's not the end of the world to have a good pitcher at Norfolk. Like it's okay to have a good starter at, at Norfolk. Like honestly, in most organizations. Mike Wright right. and Tyler Wilson would be at AAA right now in most organizations. Mm-hmm. The Probably fact that so. we have no starting pitching, that's why they're up here. Sure. It would be nice to have them still working on their craft in AAA, and I guarantee whoever gets sent down at some point again, we see injuries happen all the time. We just saw it happen to Darren Day. At some point, whoever uh, is, lo- loses their starting spot will be back up here uh, before too long because that's, that's the name of the game. Whether it's because of injury or whether it's because of the inability to get out uh, whoever gets sent down, they'll be back up. You, yeah, we start, saw, you can't have enough good average start in pitching. Right, and that's what we saw just this week when Mike Wright went got sent down. But then O'Day gets hurt, and, oh, we need another pitcher. Bring that, bring Wright right back up again. Right. So we've seen that, and and that's that's how this whole season is going to go. Are you concerned about O'Day being hurt? No. No, I, I, mean, I, I care less. No, there's been no Im- implications that he's uh, – it's a serious injury. A hamstring. Yeah. Yeah. And He's a minor hamstring. Two weeks to rest off of it and he'll be back. Yeah. I, I could care less about it, honestly. And uh, I agree. And this, if you're going to have a guy go down, that's a great spot to have him go down when you've got Brock and Britton pitching and even Givens pitching really well right now. And it's early enough in the season that I want O'Day in August. Yeah. I'm with you. I want, I want him in September. September for big games, mm-hmm. late innings. Yeah. That's why we have Darren O'Day. I want him November 1st. For the next yeah. four years, right? For the next four years. There right. you go. I'll take it. Absolutely, until he's 40. <laughs> hey, slinging it there. Still slinging. Hey, he's one of those sidearm guys. Is that like a knuckleballer? You can last a little longer? I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, if you're, I mean, it's not just a sidearm. If When your top is like 86 miles per hour. Right, right. Like not, he's not relying on his velocity to get out. Sure, sure. And it's more about that movement and the different uh, angle that he comes at is going to help him, help him last longer. Yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. Uh, other injuries, we talked about O'Day. Hopefully, he'll be back soon. Gallardo, he'll be back this weekend, hopefully. Uh, Joseph Hardy, what's the update on J.J. Hardy? Any update on Jay? Jay Hardy? Yeah, he's down in Florida. He took he took uh, fielding practice indoors today because some storm went through, tropical storm went through Sarasota and flooded the complex. So he was working indoors today. Right. He was. I he, read that. That's breaking news from the Zane <laughs> Burke Brody. I got off some guy on the internet. That you'll be hearing but, probably tomorrow or sometime at the end of the week. And, and yeah. Credit me for it. <laughs> but, I saw, but yeah, it said that he was taking some uh, grounders. 
and uh, just working out. So almost back to regular baseball activities, and he said he'll be back with the team when he's back to full baseball activities. Oh, that's very specific. Buck said by the end of the month. Is he hitting off a tee? I always like it when players go back and hit off a tee. It's like they have to go back to like – like uh, <laughs> being a five-year-old again. Being a five-year-old yes. and, and learning how to play baseball again. Yes. Because well, that's what happens when the bat injury, go back to the tee, got to hit off the tee and learn I, how to hit again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I believe that Scope was working on a tee yesterday. Yeah. Hitting off the tee. Yeah. So. Well, see, the problem with Scope, though, he can hit the ball off the tee really well. It's when the ball drops in front of the plate and he swings. That's his problem. When the ball moves, so, like drops. So any chance, here's our million-dollar invention. A T that goes up and down. Yeah, see, that's what he needs. And you get someone with a remote. Yeah. Well, they have that thing that's a ball at the end of a stick. Right. That as long as you have somebody helping you, they hold it there, and then they can move it all around, and they hit it, and it moves their arm, but they bring it back, and you just got to keep swinging and hitting it. And that's better than a T for yeah. whatever. I've seen something similar with a carrot and a horse. Have you seen this, the ball and stick, and you swing the ball, the stick with the ball on it, and it slides back and forth? And it's like you want it to hit the top and make like a crack noise right across the plate. Otherwise, you're swinging too early or too late. Oh, really? It's another, it's another one of those tools. They all have weird names, too. And I just don't remember the name. Do you think when he hits off the tee, does he use a wiffle bat? Or does he use a real, a real baseball bat? I don't know. Do you think they use that junk ball in order to get ready for the knuckleballers? You know that junk wiffle ball? Oh, they should. They should. You know, where you can throw it four feet outside. Or do the old... In. You know, we did it in, in, uh, in high school sometimes. The bottle caps. We had to hit, yeah. the, hit the bottle caps. Sure, sure. Because they move. I've I've heard recently that getting your kids into T-ball young is not necessarily a good thing. Oh my, why? Because it, it helps to it it develops bad hitting habits oh. when it comes time to start hitting live pitching. When the ball actually moves. Yes. Yeah. So I I'm going to do some research into that before I and sign up my son for little league. I I think I might just bypass T-ball altogether. Oh but my. You you, you want to go straight, but see, you're going with the left-handed angle. So you want to go straight to left-handed throwing. I want him to be focus, left-handed. Focus I want on him the to American be able to, League. He has to be able to throw the ball He hard. should be a switch hitter, too. I want him to be a switch hitter, yeah. left-handed pitcher, and not have to hit off a tee by the time he is four. What are your thoughts on him? It seems like to have power, to be a good power, power hitter, you need to get into the chewing tobacco. How? What are your thoughts on Albi at four? Getting into the chewing tobacco just a little bit. I'd start with the big league chew. Yeah, ease him into with the big league chew. A nice wad, a nice wad of big league chew. Right. You you start adding the tobacco around the age of nine, I'd say. See, I I disagree, though, because I think starting with big league chew, you develop bad chewing habits, and you should just start off. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the T-ball. You just got to jump right into it. What it was, start off with the red man or whatever that chew is called. And then put him on a ride at the at the carnival when it comes to town. Wow, it sounds like Bert, you're doing a lot of research here. Have you have you researched ways to disguise performance enhancing drugs at all? PEDs. Have you have you researched ways to disguise it? In, I, in Little League, no yeah. comment. Okay, wink. I've heard a lot of mellow yellow. <laughs> Just fill your kids up with Just mellow. Have yellow. them drink like a two liter mellow yellow. Before before drug testing, I thought and you know P, you know how, yellow. It you also know how the drug won't show right. up. It also helps the speed down the bases. Yeah, sure. You know how you hide it is you get a bottle of lemonade or lemon lime Gatorade, dump that junk out, fill it up with Mountain Dew. The coach never knows the difference, and your kid is downing Mountain Dew <laughs> during the game, which is not allowed. <laughs> the and coach will be ticked if he found out. <laughs> he ever smells that. Apparently, we're all just making stuff up tonight. Yeah, I've been all facts. Okay, well, well, let's get back to the. You want to go to this weekend? 
You want to go to our Anyone Can Podcast competition? Where do you guys want to take it next? We can introduce the Anyone Can Podcast. Okay, yeah, Josh. do that because somebody's already asking about it on the Facebook video. Really? So we should we, talk about we, it. We haven't even talked about it. How, how are you asking it. about it? We haven't talked about we it. We might have teased it last week, if I recall. Well, we did a little tease last week because, see, we got a new contest, and we are calling it the Anyone Can Podcast. And it's to show that you can be just like us because we started out just as arguing in the basement and mm-hmm. then we started to record it. So our contest, last week we even showed you some samples of Anyone Can Podcast. If you remember the one podcast with cats meowing in the background mm-hmm. and then the other podcast by two idiots. <laughs> wow. <laughs> one knucklehead and a, and a a guy hanging out with the wrong crowd. One of those here. idiots have been on our show. Well, yeah, he's, he's the I like that one. guy. I'd, I'd, and, I, and I'd take the other idiot too. Yeah. But well, anyway, I wouldn't, but okay. You're going to be gone for When I'm months. gone, you can bring go- whoever you want. I'm going to need You some can bring co-hosts. Nestor in here for all I care. I don't care. Oh, and in fact, in fact, Matt being gone kind of prompted, let's try this out. Yeah. So here's what we want to do. You we, think it's easy to do what I do? You think anybody can do what I do? Forget about it. Well, that's what we're saying. Anyone can do this. <laughs> and, and, and and here's how we're going to do I'm it. I'm saying no. When Matt, years ago, Matt went to Nestor. And he entered, what was that contest called you entered? Um, I have no idea. I think it was something like Baltimore's best me- new media superstar. Yeah, something, something, like, something like that. You the word still, superstar was in If you it. search for superstar. WNST and my name, Matt Sroka, you can still find YouTube clips of my track. Right. So what they did is they made you come in with like a five-minute rant. Yeah. Well, rant well, or or topic. It doesn't have to be a rant. Co- co- commentary. commentary. Yeah, something. Right. So we're not going to br- make people come in for that. We live in 2016. It's easy enough to do in your home. So here's what you do. Email us. Or, you, you don't have to have a face for podcasting. Right. Let's face it. Send us a two to three minute, five minute, no more than five minutes, rant, commentary, something that you've thought out on the topic of Orioles or Ravens and send it to us. And we're going to pick some finalists out of this and invite you in studio to come into Section 336 Studios. If you're out of town, we'll get you on Skype and uh, join the show with Bert and I. And then at the end of July, beginning of August, we will pick a winner out of all these finalists. And I'm, you get a four-pack tickets to our Night at the Yard event that we haven't announced yet. That's coming up at a the end of August. A top-secret event. Coming uh, up at the end of August, but but they get to come on the show. Yeah, yeah, you get. To yeah, come that, on the show. that's the whole point. How the can fi- they? How can they final, send it to us? Uh, you can send it to us on Facebook or Twitter or section three three six podcast at gmail dot com. There you go. If you have any questions, just reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter. Get us your uh, video, your audio right away. It can be audio or video. And as we choose finalists, if we like you, we're gonna play you on the show, and yeah. then we're gonna invite you in on the show. This July. And I'm going to laugh my head off to watch you guys come in studio and try to do what I do. I'm going to laugh my head off. Yeah, you said we could do it with Skype, but if, if they actually come here, that would be yeah, yeah, yeah. the pre- preferred method. Yes. Yeah, because, Josh, you are aware that whenever not, not 90% of the time we get feedback for our show, it's from someone either in a different state or a different country. Like most of our listeners... I think most is that fair? I don't know. It seems not, like, it's not fair to say most. I wouldn't it's say not, most, but uh, there's a there's a mo- most pretty, people who we get feedback from. It's in a different state. Yes, we get a good amount. Yeah, the locals are are a, a large number of our listenership, but they don't talk to us as much as the and corners. the locals, right? Because the local <laughs> corners are desperate someone to talk to. Yes, and, and, yes. And, right. And the, the, the difference is it's easy to listen to crap radio locally. 
if you live out of state, you are you you have learned to find good podcasts and Orioles talk. So, but join us. We want to get people on Skype. Even better, get people in studio to join us this uh, this summer. Well, I'm glad I'm be gone for all this madness. I'm glad we, I'm getting out of here. I'll be gone like for it. some of it. <laughs> right, it might be me and you. And, and the intern, and, you, and the in intern, stranger. You you can observe firsthand the interaction between Josh and the intern. It's fascinating, <laughs> absolutely fascinating. Now, to put yourself in the intern shoes, though, because we have a perfectly capable person <laughs> to step in Why who sits you? right outside the window every week, and yet we're, <laughs> we're reaching out to the interwebs for strangers to come in to take Matt's place or See, my place when we're not here. Time. The the problem is you added that word capable. And I welcome the intern to apply. <laughs> I believe we have asked the intern for many years to offer us a three, five-minute segment. Hey, I remember there was a time when Josh made a poor decision, a poor life decision to get a salad from Burger King, <laughs> and the intern had to step in <laughs> yes. and you fill his shoes. And he did, he did a fine job. That salad was going to come up in today's ball bag because <laughs> Burger King's doing some experimenting. Oh, uh, I heard about this. Um I forgot what I, I, I turned about on, the intern. I turned on the intern's mic, but he doesn't want to talk, so I'm going to just turn it off. Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right, Josh, you want to get to uh, our new segment? Yeah. You don't want to talk about this weekend? Not really. All right. It's now time for three up and three down. Brand new segment, three up, three down, where we tell you three. That's right, boys and girls. Three. Very good things going on in Birdland. That's the three up. And we'll also tell you about three things that are going poorly in Birdland. Thus, the three down. Each of us will take one topic that's up and one topic that's down. Boys, what's your first up? What's going right in Birdland? Josh? Uh, I'm, giving a, I'm giving a little up to Alex Murphy because he just made the South Atlantic League All-Star. Oh, that's a good one. Team. So that's a, that's I like a, that's that up. a little up. But I wanted to focus on Ryan Flaherty as my positive for this week for the Orioles. Is that as of tonight? No, I had him in before this game. The home run to bounce up on the awning is just the cherry on top. Because what I really want to talk about, Ryan Flaherty, who is a career 215 hitter and hitting around there this year as well. So nothing special at the plate okay. besides tonight is his defense. Since uh, J.J. Hardy went down, he has been leading the American League defensively at third base with a with four defensive runs saved. He uh he had a so, good play tonight here uh, to end an inning. So he it's did. very it's very impressive as our utility guy that that people love for no reason, but when you really look at the stats, you're kinda eh, it's just flirty. Right. And I think this is a good time to, to say he is filling in admirably at third base while JJ Hardy's out. All right. Fine, that's a good up. I definitely prefer seeing him in the lineup over Paul Yanish. Yeah, I think Yanish needs to go. I think we don't need Yanish. But we're on the ups. We're on the also three up part, not also, the three down part. ESPN had a great sit down interview with with Ryan Flaherty that came out today. Really? Yeah, on like ESPN. a feature. Yeah, he was featured as one of the best utility players in baseball. Right. And they talked about the fact that when he travels with the team, he has a outfielder's glove, a shortstop glove, a third baseman glove, a first base glove, and catcher's gear that he has to carry everywhere. The catcher's gear just taking up space at this point, right? Yeah, he says he, he never says, bust that out. He says, well, he warms up the pitchers in between innings. Okay. And then 
he says that what he really does is he steals Matt Weider's glove because it's nicer than his. Fair enough. And uh, he did talk about how, if you remember earlier this season when Matt Weider's got ejected from the game, yeah, who is the only Oriole so far to be ejected this year, Yep. Ryan Flaherty was on the bench that day and kind of panicked a little bit, so he went down to the uh, to the uh, batting, cage? batting cage just to catch balls <laughs> because he was worried that he might have to go in and catch. Wow. If he was worried then, now since the Caleb Joseph incident, I bet he's really worried. Yeah, I'm sure. I, though That's I, a dangerous though, thing. Though, <laughs> to have a guy throwing Zach Britton with a ball that sinks at you, not yeah. throwing 97 miles per hour, it's a scary but, thing. But I bet you could get that same injury at third base. He, yeah, he, but yeah. Also, now he refers to the. He says that he likes shortstop. Shortstop's what he's most comfortable with, and the difference for him between shortstop and third base is that he says at third base he doesn't feel like a shortstop. He feels like a hockey goalie, <laughs> and he just has to react so fast. Yeah. So well, it was a really neat interview that that made me uh, move Ryan Flaherty to my positive for today. Oh, and his other positive being Alex Murphy. Alex Murphy told us in Sarasota it's far scarier to be batting than to be catching. Right. Yeah, that's true. So. You at least got that gear, all that gear on and stuff. Um, Alex Murphy's been playing a lot of first base for Delmarva as well. I heard Good. that. So congrats to Alex on yeah, his all-star. That's, that's a cool accomplishment. Friend so of the it's show. Always, it's always fun to see him in the Twitter feed when he hits a home run and the shorebirds tweet out. Big things coming for Alex Murphy. Uh, my positive, my up, if you will, the Orioles camo uniforms from Memorial Day. I know I'm a week. Oh, nice! I'm a week late on this because Memorial Day was last Monday. But I always think that uh, country singer Brad Paisley may have put it best in the lyrics for his song "Camouflage." The only thing more patriotic than the old red, white, and blue is green and gray and black and brown and tan all <laughs> over too. While the digital camo featured in last week's uniforms wouldn't quite be my first choice, it looked great nonetheless. And I was a big fan. Nice. You're my favorite color, camouflage. <laughs> I like it, Bert. For me, I'm going with Dan Duquette. Now, what would you say, since Dan Duquette's time here in Baltimore, what has Dan Duquette's best move been since he's been to Baltimore? Um, I would say Nelson Cruz signing. Yes. I agree. The Nelson yeah. Cruz signing. Uh, yeah. Nelson Cruz was signed for one year, $8 million, a steal of a deal, and he had a huge year. Took us to the American Home Championship runs, Series. RBI. Boys and girls, if you're not paying attention, Dan Duquette has done it again. He's done it again. Yep. Perhaps even outdid himself. This time, the guy's making, he's on a one-year deal for $9 million, almost the same amount of money. We gave up Steve, Cle- Steve Clevenger uh, for, for him. And by the way... Clevenger, uh, still backing. He's a backup catcher for Seattle, batting about 200, not having a good year. Not a guy. Well, he would get some playing time now if we had him, but 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 not, re- not I, really. I, I don't know if he would because he's not a good defensive catcher. Right, right. He's a good so, defensive catcher, so, so I don't even know if he, he would. might not even. So of course I'm talking about Daniel Kett's ability to get another to find another diamond in Mark Trumbo, who's having a huge year. And I've been kind of holding off the praise for Daniel Kett and the praise for Mark Trumbo because you keep on waiting for Mark Trumbo to cool off, but it's not happening. He's key. He's hitting. He's hitting. And this is I'm having Nelson Cruz all over again. I mean, the, yeah. just the power, the RBI, and, and, and Trumbo in the middle of our lineup up for a Nelson Cruz like offseason. Yeah, the Get one year deal. Money. Yeah, we're not going to resign him. He's gone. No, he's this gone. Year. But but it's perfect for what this team needed this year. Yep. Uh, so it's so props to Dan Duquette for making this deal happen. Uh, I mean, for Steve Clevenger, are you kidding me? Yeah. 
it's a little ridiculous. In it's kind of ridiculous. Even at the time, I thought, well, that sounds like a very good deal for the Orioles. But you never know with these power hitters because they go up and down. Sure. Uh, but he is up and he's been up all season. And whew, it's been it's been fun to watch. So my up this week is Dan Duquette with the Mark Trumbo deal. Very good. Now, what about Dan Duquette and the Pedro Alvarez deal? Well, it's too early to tell. All right. Yeah. It's too early to tell. I'm not ready to bash him for that. I might, I'll might. i bash him for the Ubaldo Jimenez deal, maybe. I'll, I'm quicker to bash him for the Ivani Gallardo deal so far. But it's too, it's too early to tell with those guys. I want to bash him over the Travis Snyder, Everett Cabrera. But, they, but, no one, <laughs> but no one. And Josh, for the second, Josh, for his and for mine, is trying to take the, the ups, and he's trying to twist them down. Yeah. And I don't appreciate that. Negative Nancy over here. Wait, yeah. But find I... any GM, and, and, and you'll find bad moves and good moves. So, But, but you find very few... Great moves. Nelson Cruz is a great move, and Mark Trumbo so far is looking like a great move. The type of move that takes a maybe 500 team and shoots them into the playoffs. So now we're into the negatives. Josh, Josh can be in. Josh is itching. He's itching to get oh, the, you negatives. Want me to go the negatives. Yeah, you're itching to get there. You've already three been down. there twice. Three right. up. Three, three down. up. We got a three up. Let's go down. Let's I need, go I down need to separate that into two buttons up and down. No, I think we get the picture. I see. I'm watching the intern. He's trying to figure out how to turn on the light. Intern, it's at the bottom of the stairs. It says family room. Press it. You press it up or down? You just press it. There you go. He's the man. He's wandering around looking behind curtains and stuff for a light switch. So my negative is the cutter. You guys know I like the cutter. You know I've argued that the Orioles uh, taking the cutter away from Jake Arrieta hurt Jake Arrieta. So now the Orioles are taking the cutter away from Dylan Bundy because apparently it hurts him too much to throw. So it's a negative that it. I don't understand why he is pitching anything if throwing the ball hurts. <laughs> and then also I noticed in Tillman's last start, he did not nearly throw the cutter as much as he has been. He's been going 15, 20% cutter as high as that. And the last out and he was around 5 or 4%. So the cutter is, uh, I think, might be on its way back out of Baltimore. No, it's not true. It's not true. Everything you said, Josh, was probably wrong. I only listened <laughs> half of it, but it's wrong and ridiculous. All right? Because first of all, the cutter's not going anywhere. It's maybe it's taking a break and coming back. Uh, should we be worried that, that it hurts Dylan Bundy to throw? Sure. sure. But I mean, but we see them be careful with Matt Wieters not pitching him on back-to-back-to-back games. Right. So, so it's cautious? Yeah, cautious. yeah. But the, the only thing that concerns me about this whole thing is a little bit of the mixed messages here between Showalter and Bundy, and we've seen this before with injuries. So Dylan Bundy, according to Steve Molesky, said it was his idea to stop throwing the cutter and slider. He said he noticed it was just it was making his elbow sore. So he said, it, you know, the way I twisted it, I'm just I'm not going to throw that pitch anymore. You ask Buck Showalter, and Buck Showalter is like, well, the team decided we're not going to let him throw that pitch anymore. And in fact, he said we. He Buck Showalter likes to use the term "we." Right. We will revisit it uh, later in the season, where so you think Dylan that, Bundy is more like it's, it. sounds from his perspective like I stopped throwing it and I'll revisit well, later. Well, maybe maybe we the, saw this a lot with Manny Machado too when he was yeah. injured. Well, maybe it was a little bit of a stop throwing the cutter, but don't tell people we're telling you to stop throwing the cutter. Now I think because we can't have some more bad press on the cutter I and think, the Orioles. I think it was his decision, honestly. But I think this is a good thing. I honestly do because a. If it hurts, you're, the goal for – people are getting carried away here. Carried away. The goal – I said this from day one. The goal of the season for Dylan Bundy this year is to just make it through healthy. I don't care if he gives up 10 runs in anything. I don't care if his ERA is 15 or if his ERA is 1. It's to get through the season healthy. 
So if not throwing the cutter or slider will make him healthy for the first time in four years, then freaking don't throw the slider or cutter and be healthy for one year. People get so freaking impatient. They see a freaking halfway decent Dylan Bundy for two months. They're like, let's throw the cutter. Go all out. Make him a starter. Chill, people. The guy's been hurt every single year. So don't throw the cutter. Don't throw the slider. Relax. Next year, your arm's that much stronger. You made it through a season healthy for the first time in four years. Yeah, ever. Then you can add in the cutter and slider and see how it feels. But if the pitcher himself saying, hey, I'm uncomfortable throwing this because it makes my elbow hurt, for goodness sake, don't throw it. Right? Right. But if, if, if the cutter hurts him from throwing, should he be throwing other things? Or is he going to cause more strain on that elbow that he's not feeling at this point? Well, I mean, I mean what, 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 what are you having not, not throw anything? I mean, no, you, 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 you put him on the DL and no. you let him go work out in Sarasota. No, I mean, if his arm's hurting him, but his arm's not hurting him as long as he's not throwing those pitches. So, and he's still getting back from Tommy John surgery. He's still building up strength. So, he, so let him build up that strength. Is he helping your bullpen at this point? No, but did Jason Garcia help it last year? We said it at the beginning of the season. He's our rule five pitcher. Okay. Is there someone else that could go in there while Dylan Bundy works on his strength of his arm more? Uh, probably sure. You can't, that, you that's can't send him out to the minors, but you can you can injure reserve him, and it's not even a pothole because it's obvious that something's hurting. What, 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 what are, you, are you are you proposing that he starts to throw the cutter so his arm hurts and then he has to no, go? No, I'm saying it already hurts. No, how do you know it already hurts? Because he stopped throwing a ball because it hurt. Yeah, in the fall league, he hasn't thrown it all in the majors, so maybe it doesn't hurt at all, then and maybe. he's just nervous to start throwing it again. Maybe. I would not be opposed to put him on the DL. For for a while, but I, but this gives it. He still the guy has five pitches, so he still has a, he still has the curveball, the changeup, the fastball. Right, he's got a and lot. He can of work pitches. on those. Yes, that's and next true. year when he can add in the cutter and slider, he he could he still could, he could still be a sure, good pitcher. Sure, I got that. I just think the whole goal this year is just to get through healthy. None of the other stuff kind of matters. So just for Pete's sake, who cares about the freaking cutter? Just get him through healthy. Okay, that's quite a negative. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> what, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, we're our segment, three up, three down. Yeah, that's my down. Yeah. Now it's time for Bert's down. Bert's about to get down. This is another one I should have done last week, and it also ties into Memorial Day. My down is the Orioles players' Memorial Day messages. This was pretty pathetic. <laughs> the three of us, uh, Matt, Josh, and I, attended that afternoon game on Memorial Day, which the Orioles lost to the Red Sox 7-2. to The Orioles had a few... Pre-game festivities honoring our military and their families, which was great. But between innings up on the Jumbotron, we witnessed, quote, Memorial Day messages from the Orioles. And one by one, guys like Chris Davis, Manny Machado, Matt Wieters, our heroes of Birdland, each one of them stumbled and stuttered through messages like, Hey, don't knock the stuttering. This is literally how it was. Thank you, fans, for joining us on Memorial Day. Right, it or, wasn't or, or, anything about Memorial Day. I'd like to thank the troops for serving our country and thank you fans for coming to Camden Yards on Memorial Day. And Memorial Day is a day that you all have off from work. We appreciate you choosing to spend that day off to come watch us play baseball. <laughs> I don't think there was quite that one. Okay. I don't think that one showed up, but yeah, I may have a point. I may have exaggerated that last one a bit, but you get the idea. It was all feigned interest, pre-written, let's just record this and get it over with kind of stuff, one after the other. Nothing original or heartfelt whatsoever from any of them until about the fifth or sixth inning when Adam Jones got to spend the full two-minute break between the innings himself 
to provide a few honest and sincere words of gratitude to our military servicemen and women. It was much needed after the disaster that had been shown for the previous few winning breaks. And I mean, it was almost it was embarrassing and almost insulting to the families of those who have died in active military service. It it kind of made me angry. And I feel like if they weren't going to do it right, they shouldn't have done it at all. Like some video producer or editor should have just said, hey, except for this Adam Jones read, none of these are any good. Let's just scrap the whole thing. Or, or at least when the players are coming in, let's remind them what Memorial Day is about. It was. I feel like they probably recorded those at the same time they were getting their pictures taken yeah, in training. Sarasota. Okay, guys, we need you to pre-record a message for Memorial Day, for 4th of July. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Father's Day. Father's Day. We're going to knock out every holiday one by one. Ready? Go. And that was it. And it was kind of, it was very pathetic. And well, they also that's a do, down for me. They also do the segment name that tune or whatever they do. That's another segment they yeah. do. Yeah. yeah that's, but they, but they that put more too. effort into that, it seems. There's about three guys on the team that have a personality. The rest of them were like, Thank you for joining us on Memorial Day. I can't think of what this Led Zeppelin song is. I know it's Led Zeppelin, but I don't know the name of it. I can only think of two that have personality. Adam Jones and Darren O'Day. Who's the third one? Uh, this year? Has a personality. I don't know. Uh, Did I say three? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that'd be a good ball bag question or something, some poll for the internet. They, what Oriole players have the best person? Or just not well, even the best personality, just a personality. <laughs> would be great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Delvin Young was. <laughs> I don't know. He was a jerk, it, but he had a he had a personality. Oh, absolutely. I don't know if you call that a personality, <laughs> but he had something. A hostile personality. It was a personality, nonetheless. All right, hey, I got a negative. Yeah, we're we're going live on Facebook, and it seems like it's working, and everyone's able to listen and participate and all. Yeah. But when I go to Facebook, it's not showing me the score of the Oriole game. It's showing me some USA versus Costa Rica soccer crap. So there's my negative. Oh, but forget, we love, forget the cutter. My negative is soccer. Oh, you're gonna pick on the most popular sport in the world. Yeah, and well, he's about to go to Africa, where all they do is play soccer. I'm yeah. bringing like ten soccer balls with me. That's fine. You're going to Africa. Don't try to bring it to America. They call football in Africa too, huh? No football. Do they call soccer football in Africa? I know they do in Europe. Yeah, football, football. Yeah. Okay. So what's your negative? Oh, on Thursday, you guys know what happens on Thursday. You probably don't, but on Thursday, we have a thing called the Major League Amateur Baseball Draft. Boring. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't care. The Orioles are picking number 27th. Last year, they picked 25th. Last year, they picked a hitter uh, by the name of D.J. Stewart. I seem to recall hey, that. Yeah, I hear his name once in a while. Yeah. Uh, so, D.J. Stewart was the first round. His, his, his whole thing was out of Florida State. His whole thing was he was supposed to be... Um, a really good hitter. The power would come maybe a little bit later. Not great defensively, but but just a straight can hit the ball out of college. So hopefully on the fast track to get to to Baltimore and play left field. Well, he's still in, uh, and this has only been one year. But you know, since we have the draft coming up on Thursday, I thought we look back at last year's draft, our first round pick. Sure. What's uh, he up to? He he's batting. His batting average is two thirty two. Okay. Not what you want to see. He's got four home runs. Okay. Uh, which yeah. Uh, and he's uh he's got an on base percentage of three seventy eight, which is good. Uh, but you would like to see at single A Delmarva, a guy who's supposed to hit, um, a guy who's twenty two, so he's a little bit older. Uh, you 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 would like to see him maybe move up the ranks a little more quickly and have some success. Um, so my down, this is a slight down, is is DJ Stewart 
hopefully his uh, he can start hitting the ball. I know the past week he's been kind of hot, uh, so hopefully he can continue that hot streak and hopefully kind of slowly move his way up the ranks. Because it's tough when you draft a guy like DJ Stewart and then you kind of have to wait four years to see if something happens. But DJ Stewart was supposed to be like a fast track, almost right. major league, out of college, drafted like 21. Like Manny Machado. Well, Manny Machado yeah. was a high school guy. but Okay. All but, right. but like still. Kevin Gosman. Yeah, yeah, similar. Not as highly touted. I mean, Kevin Goss sure. was a, high, a higher draft right, pick. Right, but 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 have all the out. hitting tools and can hit anywhere. Uh, but he struggled a little bit. So hopefully, DJ Stewart will will get his hit and turned around, and we'll see. Uh, and we'll get excited about whoever we draft in this year's draft at number twenty-seven, and then we'll revisit it like four years later to see where we are. You know what? It's nice. That's baseball. It's nice when we can go three downs and none of us pull a player on the roster currently or. Yeah, I was uh, trying to know, do something a little different with this. The, the, we don't have a, a someone that we can really complain about right now. By the way, that Ryan Flaherty home run earlier this tonight, yeah. 446 feet. Wow. Third longest home run of the year so far for the Orioles. Yeah, oh, I believe it. Trumbo, I mean, Trumbo had the other two, of course. What would you guys do if Ryan Flaherty was the first person to ever throw a wirehouse? After <laughs> after all the power hitters we had come through here. Oh. I would personally enjoy <laughs> it. I bet you'll everyone will be celebrating and then you'll see Chris Davis smashing a phone in the dugout or yeah. something so <laughs> angry. Like bet more bats over his knee. Yeah. He, he's been so close so many times. Even even Trumbo, Trumbo could, could get it, but but it would be amazing if Ryan Flaherty is first home. But it's got to be. You think it's got to be a lefty, and if Chris Davis can't do it, yeah, that's okay. true. Hey, I got a question. What if you know that there's the restaurant right there, Dempsey's uh, yeah, sure. Brew Pub, and they have all those outdoor seating right underneath of the awning, right? right? And sometimes people stand around next to the tables, up, lean up against the warehouse, socialize with their friends during the ball game. What if there's a guy standing up, leaning up against the warehouse? A home run comes in. And hits him in the crotch. Hits him either on the crotch or on the face, on the fly, and then bounces. So it it that, did not hit the warehouse. But if that guy wasn't standing there, it would have hit the warehouse. Does it count so, as having so, hit the warehouse? So you're suggesting that Chris Davis pays a guy to sit out there with a big net, like a fisherman net, and stop any ball from hitting the warehouse yeah. until it's him. Well, and it has to be on the fly, right? Because right. that's the only time um, Griffey ever did it. Well, I would say it would not count for hitting the warehouse but they would do the projected distance like they do yeah i don't know i, I would be pretty yeah, I think, angry i think our science is good enough to figure out where it would have hit of sure. course sure. The, and we would have and we will consider that hitting the warehouse uh, here's where i'm going with this then yeah. because then if that happens if it hits the guy in the crotch does he get one of those little plaques <laughs> on the crotch on his crotch always I, wear. that's what caleb joseph actually uh, had done right i'm pretty sure it's, <laughs> it's it'll be nice and black anyway <laughs> Sorry, I went on a tangent there. That that's usually my thing. That's probably Ryan Flaherty's first marker out there, isn't it? That's gonna get. Yeah, it probably is. I haven't seen any out there. Look forward to go seeing that. Internal to correct us on that. I I'll, I'll, how often do they replace those markers? Is they, that like every off season? Every off season? No, they no, put no, in no, there? no. Or within the season, do they, they mark, do it too? They'll mark it tonight, and I think they'll put it in uh, while the birds are away for a while. Oh, uh, maybe on a road trip. Yeah, I think they do it during a road trip. I will go ahead and say right now, I'm willing to bet Flaherty already has one out there. No. Okay, it's possible. I, I, I'm going with that's his first. All right, we'll see what we'll see who's right. Intern might have heard that. <laughs> He's on it. He's on it. Intern's on it. All right, Josh, you want to get some ball bag questions? You're just a ball bag, ball bag, ball bag, a ball bag, my friend. Hey, ball bag. How you doing? What's your name again? It's ball bag. I forget how Bert 
transition last time to the ball bag last episode. But I remember thinking it was like the best transition ever. He was like, okay, we're done. Let's go on or something like that. Oh, yeah. But it was like, it was, we should transition everything. Okay, we're done. Let's move on. Come on. <laughs> let's move on. We're, we're all out of our show notes tonight. We, we should do that every time. Every, every, every now and then. Let's okay, get back guys, to the notes. We're done. Let's move on. Can I go home yet? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> So I told you guys that every Tuesday I would update you on the all-star voting. Nice. So, Chris Davis, do you remember where he was last week? Third. Where is he this week? Third. Third. And who's in first? Uh, Eric Cosmer. You're right. Yes. Nice. Second base. The, uh, Altuve. Oh, no, I sure, shoot, Josh, you say it. <laughs> Altuve. <laughs> it is Altuve. Altuve. Third base. Manny Machado. Manny. Manny Machado. Machado. I know that one. Shortstop. Beating out Josh Thompson. The guy from the Royals, whoever that is. No, nah, he's in Escobar, is yeah. in second place. Hey, if Manny Machado has played more games at shortstop than third base, shouldn't at some point he be listed as a shortstop instead of a third baseman for the All-Star game? Remember, David Ortiz was listed for, Mookie as a Betts. first baseman for years. Is Mookie Betts even no, a shortstop? No, he's an outfielder. Xander Bogarts is who you're thinking of. Yeah, I always yeah. get those guys mixed up. Yeah. Designated hitter. Is it Xander Bogarts? Yeah. Okay. Ortiz. I, I had the right team. Ortiz. Catcher. Perez. Perez, but Matt Wieters has moved up to second place. Oh, very good. He's got a third of the amount of votes as Perez. He's been clutch, as we've said tonight. Outfield. Trout. Trout. Trumbo. No. Trumbo's not in the top three? Trumbo has dropped to four. What? Okay. Somehow he, he had a good week, and he went down to That's four. One of them Still is Batista. Dongs. Batista's number five. Oh, really? Lorenzo Cain. Number two. Okay. Um, number three. It's in another good team. Oh, that's where uh, some of his teammates. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is number six. Mm. But right next to Mookie Betts. Jackie no, Bradley? The Jackie Bradley Jr. Jack. Oh, that hidden streak. JBJ. Yeah. Yeah, he had that, that hidden streak going on. Is, that uh, really helped him out. Is, uh, and that's what ended up pushing him. Seven of a gun, Jackie above, Bradley. Above Trumbo. Is Andrew Bogart's hitting streak still alive? No. No. He didn't get a hit yesterday. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. That always makes me happy. Number... Nine is Adam Jones. All right. He'll crack the top three before this All-Star break. Number 14 is the intern's boy, Joey Rickert. 14? 14. Wow. <laughs> Who is he had a, a Hyun Soo Kim? Yeah, Kim's not in the He's top. He's not even on the back. That's this outrageous. Is the top 15. That's outrageous. But, but for him to be 14 is ridiculous. So the outfield, they list 15 players, and it's, and, and it's uh, one Angel. It's some Royals. It's one, two, three. Three Royals, three Orioles, three Blue Jays, and two Red Sox. No Rangers. And no love for the Rangers. And one Astro. Wow. No Rangers. Rangers have a good year. No Rangers in the outfield. No, their fan bases don't vote like our nerdy ba- fans like, do. Like Kansas City. Yeah, you think about these, the like the the Xander Bogarts and the Jackie Bradley Jr. Those hitting streaks. Like even Xander Bogarts. I don't know how long is it. Was his hitting streak was like twenty eight or something? Yeah, it was twenty something. Twenty four. Yeah. He even if he gets to twenty eight, that's still only you're only halfway there, right? From yeah. Tony Maggio, yep. Like you're literally just halfway there, right? Yeah. And everyone gets so excited about twenty eight that like you got to do that again, <laughs> right. which is insane. Well, do you remember what who I told you has the Orioles record? We we talked about this weeks ago after a live show. No, I don't remember. It's Eric Davis. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. his was forty games. Let's make that trivia yeah. next week. Imagine getting to forty, and you still have to hit sixteen <laughs> more, yeah. to tie. That's insane. But even when you get to four, you're like, holy crap, I'm getting close. And then you lo- you don't get a but hit. But how many people time. have even have 16 game hit yeah. streaks? Yeah, yeah. 
It's out of control. That those, uh, those numbers always boggle my mind, and people get excited about like twenty game, and you're not even close. And the other thing that always boggles my mind is Manny Machado has played. He played all last year. He didn't right. miss a single game. He's played all this year, and he and he'll never get anywhere near. Cal he has Ripken. to play to like he's forty. Yeah, with not ever missing a game. Yeah. Like the 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 Manny Machado, the the Cal Ripken and, streak, and, it just blows my mind. And Manny Machado blows my mind. And Manny Machado is leading Major League Baseball. Yeah. yeah, in games played, so yeah. no one's ever going to break that. No, I don't unless, think anyone's ever going to break the the Joe DiMaggio or the Cowboys. Sure. Game. Well, unless his new knees are really like bionic knees, and like he's half yes. he's half robot now, like well, Darth when, Vader. Or something. Yeah. When, when we get robot baseball, that's when those that's when those numbers will change. But even as a robot, like stuff happens to robots. Yeah, but that's you get what, glitches. Yeah, but there's oil changes, and 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 as long as you oil use some WD forty, you'll keep those knees moving. But 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 let me ask, ask you this question, Josh. Yeah. You're a robot. You're married to another robot. What if you get hear hear news that the your wife robot is hooking up with some kind of hot robot actor, and you have to leave the stadium to go break up that affair? Oh, that's an easy answer. Lights out. That's a way you could miss a game. Lights out. Robot hack. Almost happened to Cal Ripken. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, Peter Angelos knows where the big master switch is for the lights. Right? Yeah. That or whatever the San Francisco 49ers did to the Ravens. Same thing. You mean have a Beyonce concert yeah. at halftime? To yep. I know, shut two, down the power? I know two people that can shut down lights. Peter Angelos. And actually, was Peter even the owner back then? I guess he was. Yeah, he was. He the probably owner. was. Yeah. Peter Angelos and Beyonce. Powerful people. All right, guys. Madison Bumgarner, whose name I pronounced right. Because mm-hmm. I typed it out to make sure I would, and uh, he is saying he wants to hit in the home run derby this year. <laughs> a pitcher in the home run derby. Now, granted, he's a pitcher who's been hitting some home runs. Sure. Should he be allowed? Should he be in the home run derby? The only person that says that that could tell him no would be his own manager, his own organization. Other than that, if the guy wants to do it, let him do it. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be fun. Even if he doesn't hit any, it, it'd probably be more entertaining than whoever they're going to throw out there for the Home Run Derby. Yeah, I only watch the Home Run Derby if Chris Davis, Manny Machado's in it. You only, if, yeah, you only watch it for your guys. And except, once they're out, you turn it off. Except we'll all watch it for Madison Bumgarner. I agree. I would watch it. So when you're when the whole point of the Home Run Derby is for entertainment, let him hit the ball. It's yes. not going to. Has anyone been injured in the Home Run Derby? Uh, I mean, they always say they're, they messes their swing up. They're not the same post all. Right. There's all the there's all the the home run derby jinx stuff. Yep, yep. Everyone still signs up for the Madden cover. Jinxes don't mean anything. Yeah. I uh yeah I'd like to see that. I'd like to see Ryan Flaherty get a shot at the home run derby. Ryan Flaherty. <laughs> <laughs> they should go by distance. Whoever hits the longest home runs are the guys that get yeah. to get in it. The guy he only has one home run on the year, but it's like the third longest on the team. Let him do yeah. it. But Bumgarner won't won't he won't do it. Oh, he's got to. I, I think the Giants will let will let him. People are so concerned and I I agree there's like zero percent chance of getting I bet honestly bet if you look at it, that you have a better chance of getting injured like staying at home during the All Star festivities than you do of actually being there. You, I think you probably have a better chance of getting hurt at home. You you've got a higher yeah oh yeah because you're you're off day right. So Who knows what you've done at home? You're, right. Your wife's probably making you mow the lawn or something. Right. All you're, those you're playing with holes the kids, out there. Yeah, the potholes. Yeah, and <laughs> so so I I think people are. Way, I mean, this is why we can't have we can't have good things anymore. We can't have pies because someone could get hurt. We 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 can't have oh. Bumgarner and hit the home run derby because someone could get hurt. 
what, when will this stop? We're so overly concerned about. You gotta live your life. You gotta do things. You gotta play the game. I, I'm we've, waiting we've for. We've had some good pie day games this week too. I know the pies weren't there. I'm waiting for for the time where. Um, so we don't hurt Adam Jones. Someone drives him out on one of those golf carts out to center field. Now you know so you don't the, get hurt walking out to center field. You know what the next I mean, thing it's ridiculous. is? The next thing's going to be when you hit the home run, don't run the bases. You might fall. Yeah, just go straight. Just go straight to the dugout. Or don't high five. You might bend a finger. I, right, right. We're just so overly concerned about getting hurt all the time. Stop. Bumgarner absolutely should be in the home run derby. It'd I, be fun. I think he'll be. I think he'll be in it. I hope he is. I think Major League Baseball needs to push for him to be in it. I know that. It's a, he's under contract in a very team-friendly deal right now, so it'll hurt himself more than the team if he and gets then, hurt. And then if he's in the home run derby, it reminds me a little bit when I was in high school and you had the wrestling matches. I had some good friends who were wrestlers, and you never liked to wrestle a girl. No offense to, to women. but <laughs> You're it, saying Madison Bumgarner in the home run derby is like wrestling a girl? I mean, I'm just trying to follow you. In this scenario, Bumgarner is the girl and the other players are the wrestlers because it's really lose-lose. You're supposed to out-home run a pitcher. You, you don't get any props for out home run, running a pitcher. What I would like to see, uh, what I would like to see is uh, a home run derby with pitchers. Bring in Bar- Bartolo Colon. Bring in Wei Yin Chen. Bring in Madison Bumgarner and have a separate home run derby just for pitchers. I think that would be hilarious. Do they still do like the, the day before the All-Star game? Like the Well, I guess they do. They have the batting practice and the, the real home run derby. But when they had it in Baltimore in 93, I remember... They had a celebrity home run derby, right? With like Bill Murray and oh, did uh, they? Yeah. Tom Selleck. I know they had a softball game. They yeah, also had a softball. Oh, maybe it was softball, softball game. Yeah, I thought it was an old timer softball game. Was it the a celebrity softball game? Yeah, yeah. celebrity softball. Well, I think it should be a celebrity home run derby. Yeah, I'd be interested in that. I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it. What else you got in that ball bag? Uh, not much baseball. That's, I, I wanted to talk to you guys about the Orioles and. Who would you? I saw there's there was discussion online this week of the unsung hero for the Orioles this year so far, because obviously there's the stars like Machado, Jones, Trumbo, mm-hmm. that 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 they're heroes of games, and we're seeing them win. Weeders, who's been the hero like three nights this week. Yeah, who's the unsung guy who's doing the hard work, who is really making a difference this year that we're not giving as much credit to. Uh, four weeks ago, it might have been Joey Rickard. Now, not so much. He was fun at the beginning. He was fun to watch. Now, I'd say Hyunsu Kim. You think Kim's moving into now, that? If you're asking me seriously, it's it, like you said, Matt Weeders. He's Mr. Clutch lately. If, if he's hit the go ahead, but home is he unsung? In the ninth inning. I think a little bit. Yeah. He, yeah doesn't, I mean, he doesn't play every day. I mean, if you talk about the stars of the Orioles, you're talking about Adam Jones, sure. Trumbo. You don't really talk about Weeders in that same sentence. That's Weeders true. is Machado. at least four, or fifth, or sixth on that list. That's true. And all this offseason, we were okay with Weeders going away. We even were concerned that maybe it wasn't worth giving him his $8 million. Yeah. I mean, we were ready for it to be Caleb Joseph behind the plate every day. Yeah. What, who do you think, Matt? Um, again, we're using – I don't know exactly what unsung means, but for, – for, not in the headlines all the time. For for for, for me, he's, he's in the headlines, or but I don't that think – that doesn't come first to mind. I don't think we appreciate his greatness. And it's his story, if we just take a minute and appreciate his story, is amazing. I'm talking about Zach Britton. Okay. Who, who turned in to be a failed, he was a starter, failed, it didn't work out. And then all of a sudden, one spring training, we were at spring training, we, 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 we saw it just completely transformed into a different pitcher. And almost overnight, he went from a failed starter to one of the best closers in baseball. Yeah. And we're watching, and people talk about it. His sinker is the best pitch in baseball. Mm-hmm. Like, 
That's what people say. I don't know. I don't uh, watch a whole lot of baseball at the Orioles. People say it's the best. I, like, I believe him. I like using him in MLB The Show because he's got some good movement on that sinker. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and it, he's he's amazing. I saw. I was looking at stats at, at home at Camden Yards. He's, uh, he's pitching 17 innings, only giving up one run. I mean, he's just been – he's 18 for 18 in saves this year. He is – and he it goes underappreciated, but Oriole fans should appreciate Zach Britton more than anybody because we went through Jim Johnson being bad. We went through Mike Gonzalez and Kevin Gregg and all these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so – it kills a team to have a bad closer. And to say that once we have the lead in ninth inning, we can wrap it up, I, I mean, it's, it makes a world of difference. So for me, you can't give enough credit to Zach Britton and his story about a failed starter into one of the best closures in baseball. I think it's a great story. Now, you said you didn't know the definition of unsung. It's an adjective that means not celebrated or praised. Right. But can we agree, Bert? I know that what it means. Can we so, agree it's a bit of a, a subjective term in this so context? Now, now, now that the pies are gone, is everything unsung that the Orioles do this year? Yeah, because no win is celebrated. <laughs> but now with Twitter, is anyone really unsung on Twitter? Intern, you have someone unsung? Yeah, the... Uh... Well, first off, I would like to say Brad Brock because uh, that's a good one. Good he one. has a .88 ERA with 31 innings pitched and five wins. Oh man! Oh, Machado's fighting him. Oh, he's limping. Oh my gosh! Oh my, oh, my gosh! He just oh, took what? a swing. Hey, wasn't it like two weeks ago oh, we talked gosh. about Machado being the guy who's going to get in a fight first? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Son of a gun! Did did he hit him? What happened? Yeah, before? Machado. Machado hit him. No, I saw Machado oh, take a Kim, swing. I want Kim to but get my, that. Kim, pull out your kung fu. Why why did he go in so angry? He hit Machado square in the back. Yeah, but why did Machado go in swinging? Because you, because you know Ventura's reputation. Ventura has a reputation for hitting guys. Right, but he That's went. That's what in. Casey does. Oh my god! Yeah, but Machado, you can't. He is fired up. And how did Ventura not prep for that? When you run at the mound, you, as Ventura, as the pitcher, you've got time to prep for that guy to come knock him out. Oh, he was, he was Ventura's been charged probably more than any pitcher in baseball. Ventura's oh. been charged at. Yeah, and now Machado. Machado. Ventura's an absolute jerk. Well, get ready for Paul yeah. Yanish and uh, yeah, but, Brian Flaherty for the next yeah, five but now, days. Now we're losing Machado for a while. Stupid. Oh my gosh! Stupid! I That's told you guys crazy. he's a hothead. He's probably the guy that took out our our video software. Prime Machado. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I hate Ventura. But Ventura is going to move up our jerkwad list after today. Yeah, well, yeah. Machado is a little bit on the jerkwad list too. You take your base and shut. I up. mean, yeah, that that shut is, up and take your base. You think I, he hit him on purpose? I don't care if he did. It or doesn't not, matter. If he hits you on purpose, you, if someone throws a baseball at you, you go after them. Is that no one's throwing a baseball after at, at me? Is that worth five games? Yes. If someone throws a hundred no mile baseball at me, I'm no. I'm, I'm running no. after him. When you've already had injury problems, you're gonna run out there and hurt, and get yourself hurt. You can't and get let you people injured. chuck baseballs at you. We're going to it's Toronto. Baseball. We're going to Toronto this weekend without me. Baseball. Machado. What do you think's gonna happen? Well, no, we'll have him this week because whole the whole appeal and and the whole. I, it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. Yeah, it's He's, true. We're not gonna have him in Toronto. Lock it up. Well, I, I imagine we're not going to have him the rest of this game. Uh, he's got to be ejected, right? Yeah, yeah Ventura's got to be ejected, so we're, too. we're going to see. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Does Ventura get ejected? He wasn't warned beforehand. It doesn't matter. You doesn't throw it someone on purpose, you're ejected. That's who, the rule. Who, he's not going to say he did it on purpose. He's oh, gonna it's say the obvious. Ball slipped. It's obvious. I, like, I guarantee Ventura does not pitch again in this game. I don't see why you throw him out. I, how come I haven't seen a replay of this uh, of the beating? Because because Masson's afraid that something else is going to break out, and they don't want to miss another another something breakout. I don't know. I, I, I but, mean, but we, I like what's happening now. Scope, you see, Scope's over there cracking a joke, trying to calm his buddy down. Yeah, it's a good thing ump- Jonathan Scope's on this team. If Jonathan Scope was on this, was not on this team, the umps who are knows trying, the umps are just trying to figure out who 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 to throw out. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. 
Manny Machado does. He's a little bit of a hothead. Now I, I've told you this right. many times. Well, this is not new. This is now, not new with Manny Machado. Now he's, he's growing up. He's now growing I'm annoyed that our Facebook video went down. <laughs> we actually had something good that was good You're to come live. Here we go. Here we go. Oh yeah. Oh. Josh is going to go work. Throw on off it. that. Watch. Here comes the punches. Oh, he took a legit. He was trying to go all. Uh, it was no Yodano, or it was no uh, Rugnet Odor. Yeah, but that's where I was going. He was trying to go adoring it, but Ventura took Look a nice Look at Davis lap. sprinting it out there. Oh, Davis' first one out there. That's not a guy you want to see at the bottom of a pile, Chris Davis. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk coming at you. Oh, and Scope's right in the middle. Oh, Buck's right in the middle of it. <laughs> Buck's breaking up uh, Kim. Look I like at, Kim got in there, too. I can get behind that. Yeah, you, you like to see that. You like to see Kim not just waiting for everyone else to do it. Kim was one of the first ones out there. That's Look, he knew it. He took off his hat, oh, took off I'm his I'm telling ball. you, he's been charged at more than anyone else in baseball because yeah. he hits because he's a jerk. This this will be a good episode tomorrow. People listen to this on and work on Wednesday. Just breaking action. <laughs> That's You don't see that very often. It's like you ever go back on YouTube, you can watch and or listen to the original Howard Stern broadcast when the Twin Towers were hit, like as it's happening in oh, real really? time. Oh, really? This is just like that. This is our 9 11 moment. not like this at all. This is not like that at all. Oh, but that was pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, in the heat of the moment, you're not thinking about the Toronto Blue Jays series, but you're right, Bert. No, that's, you're right. Uh, but uh, I'd like to be at the ballpark. Apparently, they are now chanting. We have the sound down. Apparently, the stadium is chanting Machado. Good. <laughs> Good. Which, which, which it should have been before now. Uh, oh, I guess he watched. He watched. He watched. Oh, stupid baseball. Oh, oh never mind. He did say some stuff. He did. He did. He said some stuff. Yeah, at least Manny Machado. Yeah, that's what he does. Ma- uh, yeah, that was all right. Perfect. But guys, you have to understand, you're done. Ventura is not uh, a choir boy here. He has a reputation for for shouting at players yeah. for for, for right. instigating stuff. He has a reputation. Yeah, there is, there is, and there and for Machado to yell at that, there had to be some back and forth. Oh yeah, we're, and we're only seeing the we only saw Machado at that point. Yeah, but again, this isn't the first incident with Machado either. I like I like no. Machado going for the headlock and trying to take him down. Well, we saw we liked a lot of stuff in there. We liked Hyunsoo Kim getting involved quickly. Except I wanted to see some kung I like, fu out of Hyunsoo Kim. That's racist. Yeah, Josh. that is racist. You can't say that. But if not, if it's real, he doesn't know. Kung Fu. <laughs> oh, He's find, Korean. I'll find you a video. Well, speaking of Korean, Wang will be pitching next. I like I like how Chris Davis was the first one in there. Uh, I like that Buck Showalter was in the middle breaking it up. Buck Showalter's not a way to afraid to. I mean, they got a. What's what's the score? I like it when they do it. Five to one. Five to one in yeah. high school, what where you just it? drop what? the gloves and just start swinging. What I mean, in? hockey. Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah. What I want to see Ventura and Machado just drop the gloves. And swing. Are we concerned that we got to finish the game with Yanish and? Uh, and Flaherty. Not only this game, I'm telling you, it's going to be five games we're going to play with those. Not two five guys. games. Uh, I, I, not I, five. Yeah, games. five games. No. Hey, JJ, start working three. out. We're going to need you up quick. He'll get three. Three. I'm I don't know. Three. Not sure. All right. Well, we got to wrap this up. Yeah, we're yeah, long. yeah. We we're, we're going long. We got a little sidetrack. Yeah. Big let, action night. Let's wrap up the show. You want to just close out the ball bag there? Yeah. Yeah. Close with that. All right. Let's get to the intern. That's the best ball bag segment ever. Make sure we put that in the show notes. That'll get some listens. That was was intense. Hey, what's going on? We should do a reenactment. Hey, buddy. Time for the intern with thoughts, corrections, fun facts, analyses. Intern, what you got for us? I found out Ryan Flaherty actually already does have a plaque on Utah State. Yes, I'm right again. I love it. He hit a 413 home run on September 25th, 2013. Two years? Three years ago. Against the Toronto Blue Jays. He's got power. 
And uh, Bogart's hit streak ended at 26 games, not 24. Okay. And I've got a fun little tidbit for you all. I love fun little tidbits. So following Nelson Cruz's year in Baltimore, he received $57 million over four years. Trumbo was three years younger than Cruz. When Cruz, with, with, when Cruz was with the Orioles, tongue twister, awesome. Gotcha. And Trumbo is putting up better numbers. What contract do you think Trumbo will get if he keeps up this level of production? And will the will the Orioles be able to afford him? Uh, no to the Orioles. And I would have to I'd think say four four fifty. It would be a Cruz like deal, at least what Cruz right. got, right? And what didn't Cruz what Cruz get? Four forty five? No, four uh fifty seven. Yeah. Four fifty seven. But I'm he was saying, also I'm saying sixty because Trumbo's younger. Well, I don't know, he's not getting anything if he doesn't do this the whole year, so yeah. it's it's too early to say. I think, but well, it'll be funny if the if the Mariners end up buying him back after trading him to us for the one year. Yeah, I mean, it shows you how much the Diamondbacks who traded him, the Angels who traded him, mm-hmm. the Mariners who traded him. Uh, people don't really value him that highly because he has a very specific skill set. But yeah. teams overpaid for Nelson Cruz. Maybe someone will overpay for Mark Trumbo. I mean, it's a, it and it could be a product of Baltimore playing at Camden Yards. I mean, the power hitters come here regardless of they're playing for the Orioles or the opposing teams. Everyone hits the dongs in Camden yards. Yeah. It just, it happens that way. Yeah. And it, and it, it says a lot to maybe uh, coax some players from other teams to want to come play for the Orioles. Like Nelson Cruz did like Trumbo's doing this year. If you want to pad the home run numbers, come play for the O's baby. It's true on that one year deal. And then go out and sign a big contract. Yep. Yep. And Hey, and if it takes us to the American league championship every year, I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's crazy. What else, homeboys? Entering, getting us first. Nope, that's it. All right, uh, thanks. Just, just got a tweet about the fight happening mid our show. Yeah, people getting excited to hear tomorrow. All right, very good. We did get the live video going back, but yeah. uh, but now we're closing up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to see everyone's kind of on edge for the rest of this baseball game. Yeah. I want to go watch this baseball game. Let's, let's, let's wrap get out of here. Yeah. We got to see. Do the Orioles retaliate? No, they don't. It's they, over. It's why done. Not? Why not? Jimenez's time's almost done. Because Buck is smart, is too smart to throw a hundred mile per hour at somebody. Your Dono guy, Ventura, whatever. Ventura, yeah, he's a clown. He's a clown. He's below us. He is. We're better than that. Yeah, you, you don't throw to defend Manny. No way. That's barbaric, and there's no way Buck Showalter does the, that. Meanwhile, the umps still haven't about, figured out what's going on. How about you just go here. out there and win the game? Yeah, I, I, that's the best way you stick it to him. Win the game. Win the game. Right. How about that. Oh yeah, and that's why Ventura was already upset because we've been pounding him. Absolutely. Yep. All right, boys and girls, you can, you can follow us on Facebook. You can like us on iTunes. Hope you enjoyed our Facebook video uh, for the first time ever. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back with the Facebook video in I, I two more weeks, maybe, because next week we'll be at Arundel Mills. Right. Yes. We'll Buffalo be- Wild Wings next Tuesday night, 630, Arundel Mills location. Join us there. It'll be a lot of fun. Come, come wish Matt good luck in Africa. And yeah. We promise there won't be a brawl. Just don't throw any chicken wings at me. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter. Follow the show at Section336Show. Follow me on Twitter at Section336. Follow Bert. At Bert Rohde. Follow Josh. At Josh Soroka. And follow the intern. At WW. But I wouldn't recommend it. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Section 336 is the affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find Section 336 on utahstreetreport.com. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. 
Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.